You are watching live to the best damn Blue Jackets podcast there is in the nation. My name is Santori Miles. I am your host tonight. I am the best part of this podcast, as it always says in my Twitter profile. Alongside me tonight is Kevin, Matt, and Hefty Duck. How we doing? How we doing? Doing awesome, man. How you doing? I'm fucking fired up. We got I'm a little fake hockey you, going on right yeah. now. <laughs> Matt, I, he was at Chipotle. I mean, it's kind of par for the course for him. <laughs> Kevin, I know he's a wealth of knowledge tonight. Hefty Duck's going to be down there chiming in. You know, I'm I'm going to be trying to eat a, a Coney crate here. So if I get all 10 down, then, you know, I won't wake up tomorrow, but it'll be a good night. Uh, Dale, we're, go. we're still waiting on Dale. He'll be here shortly, I think. I hope. I don't know. We're praying on it. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead to our normal format here. And Kevin, take it away. Hello, everyone. Uh, hello, Santori. Hello, Matt. Hello, Hefty Duck. My name is Kevin. And uh, we're, as like Santori said, this is uh, Brew Jackets. This is a podcast for the Columbus Blue Jackets. A Columbus did I even Blue say Jackets. the name of the show when I did that intro? I don't think I did. Well, that's okay. Who okay. cares? No, okay. you just uh, introduced yourself. Yes, Ooh, I like. They're not all melted together. Gold, gold star, Kevin. Gold star. Okay, cheese conies from Gold Star. Still, still good. Love it. Anyways, but uh, hell yeah, brother. Uh, there's the hot sauce. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, this is Brew Jackets. This is a uh, Columbus Blue Jackets themed podcast where we talk about the Blue Jackets and. Uh, we have Hefty Duck, one of our awesome hosts, who talks about some art that he's doing. And we always have some sort of sh- uh, silly shenanigan that has happened in the show, from Matt joining us from Trivia Night <laughs> to uh, Santori doing the One Chip Challenge and, you know, Matt eating pizza uh, during the show. And now Santori joins in on the fun by eating some cheese conies from Gold Star Chili. Anyways, oh, no. some of the things that uh, we'll be talking about in regards to the Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets have the Traverse City Tournament, which is basically where the Blue Jackets go up against other teams' top prospects, and the Blue Jackets send their own top prospects playing the tournament. They go head-to-head, and there's usually a trophy given around. Last year, the Blue Jackets won that tournament. We'll talk about who the Blue Jackets sent in that. They've already played two games. We'll talk about that. The Some Blue Jackets players have some new numbers. Patrick Lina and Jonas Corposalo was at the Bengals game. Uh, Cole Sillinger, he threw out the first pitch at the Guardians game. And uh, players are starting to come into Columbus getting ready for training camp. I've got two more sightings of some players, if you don't mind me. Yeah, yeah, jump in. We jump. got... Jack Roslovic was showed up as the hard hat hero at a Columbus Crew game. That's right. That's right. Um, and then the only other one I got is Elvis Merzlikens was seen at a OSU game. That's right. Hanging out with former safety uh, Tyvis Powell. That's correct. Elvis Merzlikens. Cool. Elvis Merzlikens was at. Uh, I love seeing those Ohio guys State out and about like that. At the Ohio State game recently. So lots of stuff going on right now in the Blue Jackets world, and that will start to pick up as we get closer and closer to hockey season. So um, before I start talking, anyone have some comments or anything else that they want to share? 
Yeah, I got something I want to share. Do not unmute my mic currently. Don't do it, Santori. Okay. I am um, impeccably like tempted right now. <laughs> uh, this is super random. Um, I think he's taking a shit. Oh. I know that angle. That's not a good angle. Well, as I long guess, as the phone doesn't get dropped, you know. Well, I guess that's the shenanigan for today's episode. <laughs> Santori eating cheese cones from Gold Star, and Matt's going to the bathroom. That's a whole coney crate, yeah. though. That's his goal. Two down. The whole coney crate. How many <laughs> bites right. of coney? I'm doing what he's going to be doing later. Um, <laughs> right now, it's about three or four. I'm trying not to like choke. Uh, yeah. That's uh, anyway, that's uh, any comments, Hefty? Uh, before I go, or just one random thing that I don't think that um, we had previously discussed or anyone really discussed. Um, so the Blue Jackets announced their theme nights for this year. They did, and yeah, they did. There's only two notable ones. Well, for me personally, I mean, there's other notable ones throughout the year yeah. that were cool. Um, November fifteenth is Hockey Fights Cancer. Yep. Um, and then October twenty eighth, they're doing a giveaway for kids. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a Halloween thing. So just want to throw that out there. That's all. Yeah. So like every team and every team does giveaways. And for the Blue Jackets, every every year they have a Hockey Fights Cancer Night. They wear usually purple-themed jerseys with some cancer thing. And they the, t- the players wear it during the warm-ups. And then they ra- auction it off for charity. And then whoever obviously bids the most gets the jerseys. And it's kind of cool because like sometimes – you see people wearing those jerseys at games and stuff. And like, sometimes like, you know, some friends that say, Oh, they won. It's like, Oh, Hey, cool. I know someone that uh, won. And then there's the military night. And usually there's like, yeah, military night too. That's cool. Yeah. There's usually like St. Patrick's day. Oh, uh, the St. Patty's day uniforms are always really cool. There's the LGBT night. Hockey is for everyone night. The fan appreciation night and just a whole bunch of other nights, you know, real cool stuff that the Blue Jackets and just the NHL does in general. Um, So anyways, the first thing is uh, right now the uh, Blue Jackets are participating in the Traverse City Tournament up in Traverse City, Michigan, where the Blue Jackets are set in a nice sweatshirt, hefty duck, very nice. (laughs) And a nice hat, the great cannon in the background. This is great. This is great. Kevin, I don't get any comments from you anymore. He used to tell me every day how I had a cool beard, so handsome. cool sunglasses. Now you're on the hefty juck. Like he's gonna leave you too, hefty. He'll be on to someone else soon. Oh man, I'll be giving Matt compliments. Uh, first, first off, he just moves right on. <laughs> You do have the cool sunglasses, but you told me you don't have them. So I can't say that you have cool sunglasses when you don't have them. Yeah, I don't know where they're at. So like, and yes, I do like the beard and everything, Santori. And you do bring an important part of the show, just like everyone else does. But, <laughs> okay, there you go. Anyways, uh, Blue Jackets participating <laughs> in the Traverse City Tournament up in Traverse City, Michigan, where just the basic idea is that the Blue Jackets send their top prospects to go up to go play against other teams' top prospects. And Tori giving the countdown on how many cheese conies he's eaten. And it's just a kind of a fun tournament because you get to see a little part of the Blue Jackets' future. You get to see where they are and 
how far along the players are because it's a good measurement to see how your top prospects will do against other teams' top prospects. You get into a look in the Blue Jackets' future, and it's exciting because it's like these are guys that are going to be with the Blue Jackets either now or one, two, three, four, five years down the line. It's exciting to see. And uh, some of the uh, the notable names that the Blue Jackets sent is Krill Marchenko, who's one of their top Russian prospects. Basically, his story, he's been playing over in Russia for four years now. And he's a guy that's like 6'2", 200 plus pounds, big dude, and he can just shoot it. He can score goals from just about anywhere. He has a great shot. For, he, and he's projected to be like first line, second line guy. And he's a guy that the Blue Jackets have been waiting on for a while. And then he finally had the chance to come over to uh, Russia because over in Russia, they don't let you come over unless your contract is done. And his contract was finally done after the 2021-2022 season. So that's when he came over. Another big name that uh, is notable who came over is Kent Johnson. Another big Uh, name. (laughs) Great burp there, Santori. Uh, Kent Johnson is another big Kevin, you're frozen. I I can't. Uh, Kevin, say something real quick. No, you're not frozen on mine. Lance, you're going to have to carry this for a minute. Okay. Well, he was talking about. Are we good? We're back. Okay. Keep going, Kevin. (laughs) What up, what up, what up? Anyway, so Kent Johnson, as I was saying, and as Hefty Duck was saying, Kent Johnson is another top prospect that the Blue Jackets sent for their Traverse City. Out of of Michigan originally. He went to University of Michigan, right? Yeah, so he's he's from Canada, the Vancouver area, but he went to go play hockey at Michigan, which is, you know – I know, I, I and you know the Ohio, I know probably some people listening to this that like Ohio State. They're not going to want to hear this, and I get it. I understand that, but the truth is, is that where Michigan is, they're just ridiculously good at hockey, and they just have a history of producing good play, good NHL players that go on and play in the NHL, and that's the truth. And that's not to say that Ohio State hasn't done that. They have done that. It's just not as good as Michigan. But Ohio State, they're getting there. They're building themselves up eventually to where Michigan is going to be. That's going to be the goal. And um, Kent Johnson, he's, again, one of the top prospects for the Blue Jackets. He got sent up there, and he got a little cup of coffee, a little taste of Blue Jackets hockey this past season, and he looked pretty good. And now this is another audition to show what he has. And in the two games so far, he's looked pretty good. He scored two goals, and Made some sweet. He's the captain too, right? Yeah, he's the captain, and he's of got, this team, of this. Yeah, the captain team. of the prospect team, and uh, coming off the first game, he's the first game. He had a three point night, one goal, two assists, three points, and 
Uh, the second game they just played today, coming off another goal. Kirill Marchenko has scored two goals in two games. And then other notables are their two first-round draft picks from this past draft with defenseman David Yurichek, as well as Dayton, Dayton Matejchuk. Both have played pretty good so far. The first game, the Blue Jackets won 7-1 to one over the Blue, uh, over the Blues' top <laughs> prospects, and then today they played against the Detroit's Detroit's top prospects and lost that game five to two. But you know what? Detroit in this tournament was going to be one of the better teams because they are in a similar spot like the Blue Jackets, where they're building themselves up and slowly getting to a point to where making the playoffs and stuff like that. So that future players to make the playoffs too. Right. So that was to be expected. So that was going to be a, a tougher team. The Blues, you know, they, they've won the Stanley Cup in 2019. They've made the playoffs for consecutive years in a row. So they're still going to have some good prospects, but it's not going to be as good compared to, let's say, the Blue Jackets or somewhere. They're, they're really focusing on that playoff cup team and getting those older kind of guys for that team. And yeah. that's just kind of how it goes. It kind of goes in cycles. Out. Right. Right. <laughs> So, and, I'm seeing your video right now, Santori. So, and but uh, if you are want, you taking a poop, Santori? I'm getting close. <laughs> anyway, but uh, if you want to see the full roster for what the uh, Blue Jackets put out for their Traverse City team, uh, go to the Blue Jackets website or any of their social media pages, and it'll be right there. Um, the next big thing is the. Some Blue Jackets players have some new numbers this season. I have it pulled up on my phone, so I'll read the numbers. So, switch a couple players switched some numbers. Vladislav Gavrikov, he used to be 44, now he's 4. Cameron, mm-hmm. Brandon Gons used to be 23, now he's... Kevin, I need you to say that first name again. Vladislav Gavrikov. He's... He's he's one of the Vladislav. He's one of the top uh, Russian for you. Blue Jackets. Is he Russian? Yes, he's Russian. I don't believe you. Vladislav Gavrikov is from Russia. Vladis. That Vladislav. V l a b i s l a v. Last name is what? Last name is Gavrikov. G a v. R I K O V. Oh, the more you the more you pay attention to hockey, the better you hear. The better you're gonna get at these like you know foreign names because we got like Matejchuk and Jiracek and Vogel Huber. That's oh, that's something else about the prospect tourney. Yeah. Sorry, um, Trent Vogel Huber is the the Cleveland Monsters coach. Yep, and he was coaching the prospects there, and I, I love seeing that crossover because I love going to Monsters game. They're a little bit. Yeah, closer I don't know if I'm cut out to learn about hockey. I can't even say who the hell these people are. <laughs> well, listen okay. though, that's okay though. You'll eventually Johnson. get there. You can pronounce Kent Johnson. That's all you need to know. Thank yeah, God. Not not every hockey name has a European name. There are some American sounding names. And Kevin, there. I know plenty of Europeans. <laughs> they don't. I don't even know what those names are. My last name's European. My, my last name's Mercurio. Oh, That's Italian as it gets. Mercurio. But, 
But anyways, uh, so yes, Vladislav Gavrikov, he's, he had 44, now he's four. Vyacheslav Gavrikov. <laughs> close, close, Brandon Gauntz has used to be 23, now he's 12. Gavin Bayreuther used to be 5, now he's 15. Jake Christensen used to be 32, now he's 23. Carson Meyer used to be 55, now he's 72. Kent Johnson used to be 13, now he's 91. Wow, he grew up fast. Johnny Gaudreau, his new his new number with the Blue Jackets is 13. Matthew Olivier, his name his number is 24. Ends in an R, doesn't it? It does end in an R. Look at that. How's that for a slice of fried gold? <laughs> uh, Eric Gabranson, the new free agent defenseman signing the Blue Jackets have. He's 44. And then... Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, never mind. Uh, and then uh, Lua, I can't pronounce this guy's... Oh, wait, his first, his first name. I'm going to take a guess is, is Luauto. Anyways, his his number is 46, and they signed him from Finland. And a reason, this is just my opinion, but I've heard this theory going around that a big reason they signed him because he's friends with Patrick Laine. But anyways, whether that's... Did always be friends with someone? That, that That's only a rumor. I don't know if that's true or not, but... Uh, his name's uh, Juna Luoto. There you yeah. go. Juna, J-O-O-N-A. Since we don't have like any graphics here or anything. And then... He's from Finland. Yeah. Or it could even be Yuna. I, yeah. I'm not sure if he's Finnish or where he's from. Where did you say he was from? The UK? Finland. No, his birth... Oh, his birthplace is Finland. So that makes sense. He probably played in, in European League in England then. And Dope. So- and here's a... And again, we don't know this for sure, but I've heard this that the reason... The reason why Vladislav Gavrikov is not 44 anymore because people think that Eric Gabranson, who's worn 44 for a long time, basically paid Gavrikov money to change his number. That's 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 what I've do heard. You, we don't know. Do you think that. that's actually like real? Like, do you think that actually maybe happened? I, that's what. How much do you think charged? I don't know. I. I I've heard that's a rumor. Again, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's <laughs> I've heard that Vladislav Gavrikov isn't 44 anymore because uh, allegedly Gabranson paid all the these money. prospects up in Traverse City, they all have like numbers like 93, 77. They're all like super high numbers because like all the older guys took the same <laughs> numbers. <laughs> right, right. Someone asked uh, about that actually on Twitter. They said, how come all the prospects have higher numbers? Yeah. And it's like, well, because all the uh, older guys and the veterans took the lower numbers. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> how many you got? You, you finished fifth one yet? Yeah. So, oh, I finished five and I want to die. So we're going <laughs> to take a slight break here. How many more? Five more? The issue is they like put like normally there's like little bits of raw onion on conies, but they like stuff the whole damn onion in there, and it's a little strong right now. Like the onion's strong tonight. I'm feeling it, and it's not a good feeling. You're crying. I think I'd rather do the chip again. <laughs> okay, so the next thing. That involves Blue Jackets is uh, Patrick Laine and Jonas Corposalo were seen at the Bengals game, and Cole Sillinger was seen. They got good taste. Yeah, 
Uh, Cole Sillinger was seen throwing out the first pitch at the Guardians game. Jack Wasselbeck, he was seen at uh, the Crew game like a month ago. And uh, Jack, Cole Sillinger, he also got, if you were watching the uh, the Guardians game on Valley Sports Ohio, I know you weren't, but if if you would, yeah. <laughs> I know I know you like the Reds. I like the Reds too, but I'm just throwing this out. Yeah. There. I don't like the Reds right now. They uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah. Fuck the Reds. They're a <laughs> but uh, do guards well, doing? Really I'm good. Cincinnati just through and right. through, but fuck that team. <laughs> but anyways, uh, this Col- is a hockey podcast, Matt. It sticks hitting something though, still right? So. Yeah. Well, so is a pinata, but we're not about to have a King Sierra, are we? No, but 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 boom, <laughs> roasted. Is there Cole candy Sillinger in it? Was, Cole Sillinger was interviewed on the pregame show of the Guardians that that day. Besides getting the, the uh, first pitch, it's it's available on Twitter. If you want to see it? It's there. He threw a, a perfect strike too, by the way. It, yeah, it was, it was it was good. It was good. Throw. It was a really, really, really good throw. Did he paint the black or was it down the middle? Down the right down the middle. That's not a good pitch then. That's batting practice. He would get cut it's after good about first 10 pitch. A ceremonial, or, or a good ceremony, ceremonial first pitch. I want to see someone drop a curveball in the outside corner for the first pitch. Dude, that's that's what sick. I want. They, I saw John Daly throw a first pitch the other week. <laughs> yeah, that was a rocket. Yeah, he threw really good there too. Yeah, did you ever like, see when uh, Mayor Mallory in Cincinnati threw out his first pitch? Uh huh. That was not good. I, just go I gotta to the find ground. it somewhere. We're gonna watch this together so you can see it. I'm gonna go snoop. Um, oh, who's that UFC fighter? I'm thinking of the Irish guy, um, McGregor. Conor McGregor. He went to go throw a first pitch. And you know he's like a really buff, you know, fighter guy, and he just absolutely chucked it outside the like he just it was awful, so funny. Anyway, so until he finds that, continue on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, let's see. You're talking about Cole Sillinger. He had an interview, and then oh, here it. we go. Let's watch yep. this real quick. This is the greatest moment in the history of the Cincinnati Reds. Like they won like five World Series. That has to be better than that. Nope. Months ago, Mayor Mark Mallory delivered the first pitch. Eric Davis waiting. He had a almost go to the alley. Uh, <laughs> the re- no, I'm just throwing uh, that. No, I'm trying to him. Hold on. Watch, watch the, the Empire. Did it. he practice that at ball like one time? You're out of here! He kind of deserved it. Oh, I can't laugh while these comments are going to come up. That, oh, my God. That, <laughs> How's the lemonade coming along? That looked like, yeah, a, that that looked like Evan McPherson <laughs> kicking last week. <laughs> oh. It's not his fault and stick to hockey. Laces no. out. Laces out. Come on. You literally, you literally just showed a clip. You it was relevant to... The, the thing, and, you know, through the first pitch. And, Ray yeah. Finkel laces out, <laughs> and uh, the blue uh, Blue Jackets have also made some PTO signings, signing two players. Probably, yeah. probably nothing going to come out of it, but who, you know, right. you never know. What does PTO stand for? Professional uh, tryout. Because as, as a former teacher, we, I don't like the PTO. Okay, um, basically, it's like here. It's like hey, time off. 
No. <laughs> no, it's ba- basically, it's like, okay, if you're, it's like here, you get a contract, you get to play some game, do go in the training camp, show what you got, playing some preseason games. And if you do good enough, right. we'll give you another contract to be, to sign with the team. Sure. Yeah. Just pr- basically show us what you got. Contract. Professional tryout, basically. And so you have to be signed because of like insurance reasons, I think, as well as like the NHL kind of um, uh, like the rules fall. You have to follow the NHL rules then if you're like signed, you know, that's why they have that. But um, sometimes it works out. The player, they show it. They got they do good enough in the training camp and the preseason games where they earn that spot on the team. Or maybe just wasn't good enough, and the team says nope and releases it by the contract. But maybe another team sees what that guy did and likes what he did and gives him a contract somewhere else. So that's really basically maybe he plays on the monsters this year too. Right, you never know. It could be that too, dude. It's um, so cool going to monsters games because you'll see like guys who like have are NHL players as well, but like they just have to play there for now or this game or that game too. I mean, I know that's obviously a lot, lot closer for me than you guys down in Cincinnati. Um, but um, it's really neat to keep up with, you know, a bit the monsters. It kind of helps get me closer to the game there, too. So I've, I just looked this up on my phone. The two guys that the Blue Jackets signed to a professional tryout contract are Victor Rask. He's a forward and Ben Harper. He's a def- he is a defenseman. Uh, they also did Hayden Stewart today. He's the sixteenth, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about him. Victor Rask, I, I've definitely, definitely heard of. Um, he played for Seattle last year. He Seattle did. Kraken. He's been with Carolina, Minnesota, and uh, Seattle. A journeyman, kind of. Yeah. Uh, ben Harper. He played with the Predators last last year. Nashville Preds. Harper's kind of like a you know big big physical kind of defenseman style. Demon, yeah, six six two thirty one. Whoa. Oh yeah, big dude, big dude. Kind of goes with what they went with with Gabranson, which he's six five two twenty. Yeah, right. Basically, because the Blue Jackets, that was one of their weaknesses, is they got pushed around too easy. So they need some help on defense and some toughness that you know, so they don't get screwed around with with easy. And having a dude that's six five two twenty. And if Harper makes a team six six two thirty one, that's going to help with that issue that teams will th- now think twice about. Screw Does that it. Make him the tallest on the team. What? Would that make him the tallest guy on the team then? I think if we got um, Line A is like six five. Yeah, I, if Ben Harper made the team, I he would probably be the tallest guy on the Blue Jackets. Uh, Good Branson is also six five. That's it. That's the tallest too. Is Line yeah. and Good Good Branson. That's crazy. Guys, I miss Dale. Well, yeah, I hope he's Dale. doing all right, man. I hope Dale's doing good too. I miss my boy. Yes, yes. Where he be? You're my boy, Blue. Where, Where are you? And I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. <laughs> All right, so uh, Happy Duck, I know you've been working on some uh, cool blue jacket theme. Yeah. So one. Yeah, let's talk about this 
Let's talk about this logo that you did. Oh, yes, yes. Right here. Yeah, okay, that so, one. I can't point to it. I'm not um, enough. Up there in the top left, right corner, um, we have a uh, beer mug, you know, surrounded by the... Yeah, uh, of my full attention. The Ohio flag that's very similar to... Um, it's very similar to the flag that's used in the Blue Jackets, um, <laughs> the Blue Jackets jersey and whatnot. Um, it's very fun to draw. I had a couple other ideas for logos and whatnot too that I'm kind of uh, in the midst of working on. Um, but that was uh, that was pretty cool to do. I really enjoyed that logo. I think it would be cool on anything, realistically. Um, so yeah, I got another logo in the works. Um, you know, we're looking at doing like another like um, Civil War soldier, uh, Union soldier specifically, <laughs> you know, the winners. Um, and the BJ, uh, the BJ one has to be on. Oh, the I actually too. do like the BJ idea one. Like, I mean, Everybody other than it, obviously the, the whole. Because <laughs> um, that was one of my, it's like probably my least favorite Blue Jackets logo. And I would love to just like make it something I like. You know, it's just, it's it looks like the way the logo is now, it looks like CJB. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so I just want to, but I do like the the stick idea being part of the the B and whatnot. So that's something to keep an eye out for here. Um, hopefully by next podcast, I'll have something up for that. Um, working on, uh, still working on my Johnny Gaudreau piece. I just totally switched it up from last time. Um, my my uncle visited Gettysburg and like posted some pictures online. Gave me some really good inspiration for that. He had uh, pictures of a couple like Union soldiers, like you know actors, <laughs> not real ones. Uh, but like he had a couple pictures that uh, I was very inspired by for that. It was really cool. Um, so that's what I got working up now. I got a Bengals uh, uh, kind of fan piece going now. Let me see if I can. This might not show up at all on camera, even a little bit. We'll see. Okay, yeah, kind of. Okay, I got uh, got the tiger it, wearing Evan the glasses. Evan is a tiger. <laughs> got the cool glasses on there. You know, if anyone can actually kind of see that, just a little. Yeah, there, there's another here. really great podcast called Rally Around the Natty. Do you have anything for them? Oh man, they asked me once they saw our sick ass logo up here. Uh, they had asked me if I could design them a logo as well, and I sure did. Um, and I, as long as they approve of it, this will be hopefully their new logo. We have oh, rally around the natty. Some slick shit. Yeah, yeah, boy. We got the Cincinnati skyline in there. We got some tiger stripes in the background. You know, fixing all of it for them. <laughs> yeah, fixing it for them and whatnot. That one, uh, that was really fun to do. I love doing logos and not to like just straight um, put a plug in right now, but like if anybody nah, wants plug a logo, plug. If anyone needs a logo, t shirt design, plug. hit me up at Hefty Duck on Twitter, yeah. on Instagram. Where did the inspiration for the name Hefty Duck come, for, or come from? Okay, so obviously I put, I put my real name down here. My name is Lance. I no, it's Linus. I don't know how. <laughs> Linus <laughs> cool. Um, Hefty Duck. So this is a really cool story. Um, so a few years ago, it's probably about five or six years ago. Um, I had just built like a new PC, and I wanted to really get into PC gaming more. And um, I needed a new screen name. And so um, I went online to a um screen name. Did you one of those generators? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's, that's this whole story. 
That's the name, whole name generator. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I well, lied about on. it being. Uh, I'm gonna do a name generator and I'll put up what uh what pops up for me. Continue talking. It just, it just well, as soon as I saw the words together, it made me laugh so much. And I like at that point, I hadn't planned on streaming. I hadn't really planned on doing like social media stuff with the name. Um, but now that I have, I'm just taking it and running with it. You know, if anyone checks out uh, my Twitter on Twitter, you'll see my logo uh, as my profile picture. It's a these. Oh, that's a great one. We're going with no. Mm, what you got? Gas, apparently. Um, <laughs> change your change your name. Well, they gave me like thirty of them, and I don't, I don't necessarily like any of them. <laughs> well, so what kind of gave me the inspiration for that was you know like Post Malone, right? You know how he got his name was from a random name generator, right? And so I was like, well, if it's good enough for Post, it's good enough for me. Um, so here yeah, these all suck. <laughs> We're going to a different website. Oh man! But one of the thing, one of the art that uh, you're doing, so like obviously you did the the very cool, interesting looking logo up in the corner by you. Suck too, hefty duck. But another logo to go with it is you're gonna like like you said earlier is that you're gonna have a union. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) He snorted. Oh my god. But uh, you're going to have Doc will be doing a a union soldier, and he's going to be holding a beer. Go with that. No, no. Oh boy. Yep. That's a classic, dude. I think it fits oh, very well. It's right there. It's a really good description. Oh. Okay. Oh, really I got to get over it. So uh, I was on, on my personal Twitch stream. I was streaming. I was making some emotes, and I made a uh, a little duck wearing a little kepi. That's right. Yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah, I did a little duck with a kepi on it and whatnot. And so, uh, and then I did a little hockey duck down here too. He's wearing a helmet down here. <laughs> don't mind the other ones. I don't want to explain those. I really don't want to have to explain those. No, but uh, so I actually you- have a dog. One of my dogs is named Ducky. Oh yeah, oh, I used to have a dog named Ducky. Yeah, <laughs> Duck. that's awesome. Right. Uh, it's he has like sick. a he has like a duck shape on the side of his head, or at least he did when he was a puppy. Uh, what kind weird. of dog is he? He's like a shepherd mix. I okay. don't really know. <laughs> Welcome back, the erect. Nice ah. to see you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so to go with the you know it lasts like six hours. If it if it lasts more than six hours, you need to call your doctor. doctor. Yeah, right. That or a Guinness, like one of the two. But uh, to or go with the main... call your wife in. Yeah, <laughs> but to go with the main blue jackets logo, Hefty Duck is going to be doing a alternate logo to go with it, which is a Union soldier holding a beer. Anyway. And then I, dude, I don't want to make like one more. I got another idea. I think so. I think maybe Matt gave me the idea the other day, or maybe it was you. I want to put like a kepi on a beer bottle, like kind of oh, place yeah, on the beer cap. That was me. That was you me. know, like I don't know if that's disrespectful. I also kind of don't care because I think it's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Um, put so, a kepi on pickle the turtle. Yeah. Ooh, kepi's on everything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> is that a marshmallow? That that is the main logo, though. That is staying the main logo. I said that. I said main logo. I said that. Did you figure out a point on on camera yet? Did you really? (laughs) 
Did you whatever you yeah, think, have whatever have looks natural, Mister Duck, do the other direction. Yes, I really did say. I really did say that. That is obviously the main logo. Yes, I have said that. I love it. Though. I'm glad you guys liked it when uh you know when I posted it in there. I mean, I got most of the ideas from you guys. Oh, it's um, better than I. It's better than I envisioned it being. Oh, I, I thought, thanks, man. I appreciate it. If I tried to draw anything, oh, oh, it would be bad. Yes. Uh, man, I love doing digital art now, though. Too, it's uh, it's definitely got some perks over you know just like paper and pencil. Like, although I do like paper and pencil art too, you know, traditional style. The blue background um, really makes it pop. Yeah, definitely. I wasn't sure what to do with the background, but when you uh, someone suggested to put make the background the same color as the flag man that really was awesome so and like i said if anyone out there um is interested in any logos or whatnot you know i i do you know uh i'll hook you up you know i'll charge you but i'm gonna hook you up <laughs> um so yeah appreciate you let me talk about my art a bit man no listen this is uh it's i like what you're doing <laughs> For, uh, for us and you're part of the show and you do some cool art on your twitch page and a bunch of other stuff so like this is going to be a part of what we're going to do with this show is we'll talk a little bit about the blue jackets and some silly shenanigans and you can talk about the art that you're doing and everyone, oh, yeah. you know, everyone, yeah. gets their, everyone gets their name out there on, yeah, on, be- on, on the next episode we need to have shots lined up and every time that Kevin says the word shenanigans, shenanigans. <laughs> Movie quote, sorry. Uh, uh, I have a feeling it's going to gradually get worse as the night goes on. Are you wearing enough flair? Johnny Gaudreau, he's been, uh, it's been pictures of him that have been posted on social media. He's now in Columbus and he's skating. We've seen him for the first time in Columbus attire. Yep, we've seen. So he can stop using his flame shit and during practice, like he's thank God, at, he's skating at Nationwide Arena in the practice facility. <laughs> Actually, all of them are right. Most of the players are now. Most of the players are. didn't the Blue Jackets post something about now you can stop doing the uh, yeah, Photoshop jersey yeah. swap? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, they did. Yeah. Thank God, about yeah. time. But. Um, most of the players did, but not. They're not all. Uh, uh, they're not all in because because it's like what the Bengals with those OTAs. Like they don't right now. They don't necessarily have to be in Columbus till training camp next week. So technically speaking, it's still their off season. So real. So realistically, yeah. isn't it, next week they're making them do like the um, like the physical fitness tests and um, stuff like that. I think. Yep. So that'll now be interesting. I mean, I'm assuming they're all going to do okay. I don't know that anyone had any problems last year. No. Um, it's a slight difference from the torch training camp, though. <laughs> I can yeah. imagine, right? Yeah. Hey, and we're going to end up facing torch now. Our old coach is now the coach for the Philadelphia uh, Flyers. Yep. And, and uh, they also have Cam Atkinson, one of our former forwards. I, I have his jersey hanging up over there. Like, that's you hate to see it, but at the same time, that's just the business of hockey. Sometimes, you know, it's just how it has yeah, to go. The 
unfortunate realities, that's a trade that just had to happen because Cam Atkinson, yeah. a good player, he can shoot it, he can pass it, but he's more of a shooter, and they needed someone who can pass the puck to line A. To line A, yeah. That's Jacob, that's Jacob Voracek. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I'm really curious as to who's going to get more goals this year um, between um, – you know, Goudreau and Line. I feel like Goudreau might be end up be like, uh, you know, serving up Line some passes here too. But you can't count Goudreau out because he's coming off a forty goal. So. And he had like over a hundred points. Like I don't even remember what he had like what hundred fifteen. How are you feeling, Santori? Um, I'm reading an article. Starlight oh, Donut man. Lab is debuting a new sweet treat just in time for football season. The Skyline Chili Dip Donut is typical dip ingredients like chili, cheddar cheese, cream cheese, and onion. But it's in a donut. Oh, my God. It's like a bowl like Panera Bread, but it's a donut. And um, I do a lot of nasty, like, weird. Is it glazed? You got to do that on the – you got to do it on the next show. I don't – Or is it just like sweet bread? Because if it's just like sweet bread, it's not a big deal. But if it's like glazed, that's kind of odd. I'm trying to figure out. It, they're like using it like a Boston cream donut. <laughs> oh, gross! And it's filled with dip. Oh, so it's, Who, it's who's cold. doing this? A cream stick or Long John, like whatever you want to call it. In, yeah. uh, in the Norhood. In so Norwood? it's basically a skyline chili donut. Yeah. Could be interesting. You know, there are some times where. America. People are asking, "Can I?" But yeah. they should have asked, "Should I?" Yeah, yeah. and you can sure. stuff Skyline into almost any food. Doesn't mean you should. So we're gonna leave it at that. I'm a little horrified. I'd love to stick a Skyline chili, chili bratwurst. You know, like where they had like chili in the brat. Somehow, like have you ever seen those ones with the cheddar cheese in the brats? You ever seen those? Yeah, but yeah. you're stuffing meat with meat. That's not ideal. That sounds great to me. That's man. like the like like the turducken, dude. That's what I'm like it's yeah. the trashiest turducken I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> Call it chili bologna. Chili? Uh, no, God. Chili loaf. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, but uh, news for Kent Johnson, he's also put on eight pounds of muscle. Eight. Of muscle. Of you muscle. see how skinny that kid is? He's skinnier yeah, than I am, dude. He he needed that because he's kind of a. Is that a lot? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That doesn't sound a lot to but, me, but for well, him, it might be a lot. I don't know. Basically, Kent Google, Johnson, Google it and show us, Santori. Google he weighs why? 167, so that's pretty light. Although Johnny Goudreau is 165, so it's not like that's weird for us. That would be like athlete. the tiniest player in the NFL. Yes. Like, that'd be a kicker. That's a, that's maybe. a kicker. Yeah. Not for Fat Randy. <laughs> How much does Evan McPherson weigh? Evan McPherson can weigh whatever the hell he wants to weigh. He is a golden child who does no wrong. And you will never convince me wow. otherwise. I don't mean to call him out like this, but Johnny Goudreau is the lightest person on the team at the at one sixty seven. Wait, so light. You need to <laughs> Why are that we guy, excited for this dude, guy? We should send some Coney crates to Johnny Goudreau and Kent Johnson. Do you want him to skate or die? Like, oh, I have a tattoo that says "Skate or Die." 
So skateboard. I think these are two different skates and dying. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's good that Kent Johnson put on the eight pounds of muscle because the reason yep. is he is a skinnier dude, and there is an issue that if you're too small, you can get pushed around easy, and that's not good. Pushed off yeah. the puck, yeah. Get pushed off the puck, and the blue jacks in the walls. So. Yeah, that and that's not you can get dangerous hits that way. And the blue jackets see him as being a center, and when you play center. You are you have to play more such offensive situations, more defense, face-offs, and so much more. And it helps that you're a bigger dude when you're in that role. It's not to say that you can't be a skinnier dude and succeed in that you can. It just helps that you have some added weight and muscle. And that's what the one of the things the blue jackets told him to do, and he listened to it. And you know, that'll get better with age too, or like right. more with age. You know, um, he's very, very young yet. Um, he's was born in what oh two, he's like, like 20, 19, 19, yeah, 1920. Um, let's see, when's his birthday? 10 18. So, yeah, next month, I think he'll probably be 20. Yeah, yeah. so you know, that'll be dope. Um, what other news you got, man? You got any other like uh, like specific player news going on? Kevin, whose jersey should I buy if I get one? Let's start the uh, the shenanigans portion of the show. Let's get this thing bumping, bumping. All right. Um, I'll say one more thing. So Elvis Mers Lincoln. He was seen at an Ohio State game. Yeah. Hell Can you yeah. say that entire sentence again, please? Elvis Merzlikens, their goalie, was seen at an Ohio State game. Okay, it like I didn't register any of that. It's <laughs> Elvis, the first name, which is pretty easy, and then Merzlikens, M E R Z L, so an L after a Z, right? Weird, M E R Z L I K I N S, Merzlikens. He's our uh, he's our goaltender. And the as far issue as was Jersey's my field. ears couldn't pick up what he was saying, and even the at Ohio State part just got garbled in there. Oh, I got you. And it was just <laughs> a solid five seconds of uh, like gibberish. I, I could not register what happened there. Um, in my opinion, that might not be a bad jersey to get, and here's why. They yeah. signed him to what a five year contract last year, so like you know that jersey will be good for a minimum of four years. Right. Uh, another. I'm just gonna get a jersey with Kevin's name on it. Get, get your own last name on, it or your own name, or just yeah. get the what, erect. Get, get brew jackets the on the back. Yes. The erect. The erect. No, no. <laughs> At. And you have to delicious. be number one. But if you if you pick the Blue Jackets player Santori, you know, uh, like you know, Elvis Merzlikens is a good one. Patrick Line. Johnny Gaudreau. Patty signed a new contract, too. He did. Four-year deal. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau signed a seven-year deal. Yeah, I think that's who you got to go with. Yeah, new Gaudreau jerseys. I mean, I already have a Cam Atkinson jersey. I've been thinking about taking the Atkinson patch off and just putting a Gaudreau patch on it because it's number 13 I want to get one still. that just says Burrow, just so people understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be kind of a dope crossover, actually. Yeah. I'm here. 
You don't expect much of me, but I'm here. They're not cheap. Can, They're really can cheap. you uh, can you go on like Fanatics and create a jersey? And oh yeah, yeah. I do this out of China. Can you put twenty seven dollars? Get a bootleg one out of China for twenty seven dollars. Oh. Let's go. See if you can get Burrow nine on the back of a on the back of a Blue Jackets jersey. That that would be that would actually be really dope. I think. Because then you could wear it to Bengals games or Blue Jackets games, right? You would yeah. never see me wearing anything blue to a Bengals game. Yeah, that w- that's fair. I would be <laughs> shot before I could get out of my bedroom if I was doing that. <laughs> it would be stopped. Oh, uh, man. I think the only jerseys, uh, hockey jerseys that I've seen that would work at a Bengals game were the Nickelodeon night jerseys because they're orange like, and green or something. I don't know. I, just, I wouldn't do that either. That's weird. I right. just wear a black T-shirt. I, I have a topic of conversation. I'm even going to pump up a banner for it. What you yeah. got? Okay. I also can't spell, so. <laughs> I want to spell me one time in junior high. I lost in the second round and ended up with a master's in English, and I still can't spell. Damn. Oh, oh that's wild. That's what spell check's for, though. I mean, seriously, just Google it. Doesn't work. Terms of your stitions, are you superstitious? Or are you a little stitious? Oh yeah, yeah. Because Everybody. I wear for Bengal games. Yeah, the same damn thing every single time. I have cabin socks. That sweatshirt is probably getting pretty nasty by now. I wash it. I wear when I was a kid. This was like 200 pounds ago. <laughs> I wore the same autographed Chad Johnson jersey. It was a black jersey. Chad signed the front of it at Georgetown one time. I had an Adidas three-stripe black pants that I wore. Made sure I always wore a neutral color underwear. <laughs> I had a black Louisville Cardinals hoodie that I wore underneath my my jersey, and then I wore a white blank t-shirt underneath that. I had Bengals socks from the 80s that my dad had never worn. They just gave to me. And then whatever like white or black gym shoes I had. Now, I wear the same black sweatpants, the same Go Cincy hoodie that I've been wearing, the same hat, the same socks. Yeah. I still make sure I'm in a neutral color underwear, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Top to bottom, make sure that I am not screwing anything up. There was one time I went to like 12 straight games and we won. And then I forget what year it was, but I think I was like a freshman in high school or I was in like eighth grade. I went to a Bengals-Bills game that was really cold, and I wore a blue Under Armour shirt as my base layer. And when I got home and we lost and I was taking the clothes off and everything, I saw the blue, and I got so mad at myself. I was like, I am the reason. That this team lost because I had a single. I love that face frame you had there. I have never been to a Bengals game that we've lost. Well, like where are your season tickets, time. Matt? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I could buy them and just you know not fucking go. <laughs> buy them and resell them every every time for like half price. Yeah. Dude, oh I I'm trying to get up there for the uh, for the Thursday night game and. I'm like adding it all up. It's like seven hundred dollars for the tickets, the hotel, the travel. You don't need a hotel in Cincinnati. You just sleep on the street like everybody else. 
I heard the cops are pretty nice there. They got the cool hats, right? They got the cool hats. No, but for me, like when I go to a Blue Jackets game, there's always a certain certain ways that I do things. So, like, they have the cannon that they shoot off when they take the ice, score a goal and win, and you can get your picture taken by it, you know, before the game. So I'll always be get, – get it's usually a long line, so you get in line, you wait your turn to get your picture taken by the cannon. I get my picture taken by the cannon, and then um, – my seats are usually in the upper deck, so I go up on the escalator. You go up to your seat, seat, and before I go to my seat, I get two cheese conies from Skyline Chili, and they have the tables <laughs> off to the side and by, like, the window where you can kind of look outside and you see, like, downtown Columbus, and it's a nice, pretty view. And That's a cool view. And then I'll eat, I'll, and I'll pull out my, I'll put the cheese conies down and I'll take out my phone and I take a picture of the cheese conies. <laughs> I eat the cheese conies. Then after that, I go sit in my seats and, you know, they do the warm ups. So I'll watch the warm ups and, you know, you take pictures from your seat and the warm ups and a bunch of other stuff. And then, you know, just wait till the game is. And then and the first intermission, there's like a big social gathering at the cannon. So then I'll go down there and talk to some of my friends and we'll get our pictures. Oh, yeah. They do the Twitter meetups there, don't they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Get my picture taken. Then I go back up the escalator to my up to my seats. Then at the end of the second period, second intermission, I just walk around the concourse on the upper level like one or two times, depending on how it goes, because sometimes it can be a little crowded where you can only get one walk around. Sometimes you can get two, but sometimes you can only get one. It just depends on how crowded that game is. Gotta get the blood flowing, man. Right, right. Hey, hey it's good exercise. Good exercise. And it's really cool to see all the like the fans around there too. Right. That's all. It's one thing I always love about going is, you know, where I live. You know, it's like two hours north of Columbus. I just I I don't see Blue Jacket stuff like hardly anywhere. If I do, I say something about it. If they're like. Like within proximity of me saying something, and we always get to talk. See about a guy it. across the street. Uh, hey, hey, man, <laughs> blue, hey, shirt. Yeah, I've done that. Hey. Um, my boy, I mean, blue. For me personally, I have, um, you know, like some game days. If I'm not going to a, a game, I will wear this sweatshirt. I will not wear a jersey when the game starts. Okay, I'm that way about game. Bengals games. I don't like, wear a jersey during. I'll the wear game. it like during the day, like just the grocery store or some shit. Like I'll put it on over my sweatshirt. Like you know, I'll gotta wear the sweatshirt under the jersey. It's just a really big jersey. And then like before I literally right before the game starts, when I'm at home, I gotta take it off. Uh, the reason being is like every time I leave it on, we ended up like it's such a we just lose every single time. I've worn a jersey during the game when not being at the game. Um, I don't know that I've ever been to a Blue Jackets game we lost. Oh, um, I'm envious of you. <laughs> so I I do oh, look up. Uh, I've seen some brutal losses in my day, not for Blue Jackets, but name it. Oh yeah, I've seen. So yeah, I every time losses. I go to a Guardians game, they lose. Oh, so that's well. Normally, <laughs> I went to Indians games before this year, but I went. I've gone like three times this year, and they've lost every single time, wow. and they have an amazing record. They this is like the best record anyway. Just so, thinking about some of the the nastier losses I've been for Bengal games. 
Uh, 09 opening day with the Brandon Stokely deflection. That was Yep. I don't know how familiar Hefty and Kevin are with that, but that's over my we, head. We, we ended oh, up nine. Take, yeah. Nine. See, you're a graduate, oh, man. No, I don't know. no, no, no. I'm wrong. I have been to a, I have been to a game that we lost. So uh, it was like, I don't know, like six to three most of the game, or it was very, very low scoring. And the Bengals scored a touchdown with like a minute and 10 seconds left to go. And it was the only touchdown scored up to that point. It was just a brutal game. And with like 30 seconds left, Kyle Orton fired one down the left sideline. And Leon Hall went to deflect it. And instead of knocking it down, he got a hand under it, tipped it up. And then it landed right in the gut of Brandon Stokely about four yards ahead of him. Free shot straight to the end zone. That's how the game ended with like 12 seconds left. And I was like, the fuck? That's hard. So so that one, the Bengal playoff meltdown in 2015 with all the penalties (laughs) at the end. Uh, Um, The game where we had a giant lead against the Chargers in 2006 and gave up 42 points in the second half. Jeez, man. Every time I go, something catastrophic happens. I never (laughs) just get a nice, easy win. I have to see something that's... No, I was not at Sunday's game. Just curious. No, I... um... Mm -mm. The wind was crazy that day. Um... (laughs) What the hell's going on over there? Um, So, like, when I go to games, then, I do have, like, a certain ritual. I do. Um... So whenever I show up, I um, I go straight. To, okay, so uh, Nationwide Arena has one of the coolest things, in my opinion. They have a Starbucks in the arena. Okay, I go and get Starbucks first thing. Okay, walk Karen. around, drink. I drink my latte. <laughs> Walking around, drinking my latte. Um, then I get bacon on a stick because it's gluten free and all the other food allergies I have. You know, it's I can eat the bacon on a stick. Yeah. So you gotta get bacon on a stick. Um, walk around and eat it. Visit the bacon the big... on a stick. Yeah, it sounds weird, but it's like I mean, it's just bacon. It sounds you, you fucking awesome. Bacon. Yeah, it's just bacon, <laughs> Matt. Man. You need to calm <laughs> down. I love uh, bacon. I love bacon too, man. Well, we it's always something. Like bacon making pancakes, pancakes, making bacon so pancakes. The, put them in a pan and you make them into pancakes. Um, bacon. So yeah, visit the big team store, but I don't buy anything yet. I'm just looking. Yeah, I'll buy something later on. Yeah. Um, so then I go find my seats. I sit down. By that time, hopefully I'm done with my latte. Game goes. Um, first intermission, I go look at the small team store, store and I grab a um, alcoholic beverage at that point. You can't do that. Coffee and then alcohol. say that. Is it well, I, I don't, I'm not specifying like beer or anything. I can't like I, stomach shit. I can't drink beer, but I do drink White Claws. Um, and people, yeah, that's, that's that's exactly why I said alcohol beverage. No, <laughs> I hate white uh, claws. I just why exactly why exactly, so why exactly can you drink? Why exactly can you drink white claw? It is just like um, it's cane sugar alcohol with like carbonated water and flavoring. To me, um, it tastes like I can't so, do. Have you tried ranch? So water. bitter to me. I can't. I have not, but I've heard it's really good. I've had those ranch Cayman's water, margaritas. Not really good. 
they have a really good uh, brewery down here. It's called um, Holiday Brewing. I highly doubt that they have it up there, but they they make a hard seltzer. They make a dragon fruit hard seltzer that is absolutely delicious. So it's called Ranch Water? Yeah, I'll write that down, actually, because I'm always looking for new things to try because, you know, I feel limited a lot when I go to the grocery store. The prickly pear, the prickly pear ranch water is really good. For in terms of what I wear for Blue Jackets games, I just switch it up. So, like, for the homo. He goes naked. And no, I don't do that. But, like, so, so for the home opener, obviously, you know, I do a march for Union Blue Soldiers. And so I have Civil War family history. Uh, I'm a, related to Ulysses S. Grant. And then both on my mom's and dad's side, we have Union soldiers who fought in the Civil War. And so I dress up as a Union soldier with my kepi, my uniform, and I have a Blue Jackets jersey under it. And I'm wearing Hey, hey Kevin. Yeah. I have a uh, a spangled um, beta fish, and I named it Kepi because of you. <laughs> That's actually kind of awesome, dude. So That's my wife's family also fought in the Civil War, but they lost. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's always got to be winners. Yeah. Leaders, you hold you know that against my wife? Yeah, I don't know. Y'all, y'all need to fight to the death. Yeah. Kevin, or at least Kevin and Ashley, mano a mano. <laughs> but so, like, because of my family history and the marches that I do with Union Blue Soldiers, I'll dress up as a Union soldier, and I'll have the cappy, the uniform, and I'll be wearing my Blue Jackets jersey under it and some sort of, you know, Union Blue Soldiers scarf and, you know, stuff oh. like that. Um, and then, like, when I go back for other games, I'll switch out the cappy, you know, wear a different type of Blue Jackets hat, a different Blue Jackets jersey, and a different uni blue soldier scarf. And then the next time I go, it's the same thing. I switch the jersey, the scarf, the hat, and so on and so forth. And if the Blue Jackets make the playoffs, I do another march, and the Union soldier attire comes back. Kevin, I haven't even bathed today. You are wow. Um, I do something similar with my uniforms, though. But what? all I do for I have two, uh, you know, I have several different home uniforms. Uh, I got the third jersey, and I have the uh, normal. Matt wasn't even bothered to dress jersey. up for this show. He's in a no, Mr. He's, Incredible Yeah, the third, show. the third jersey has the Canada logo on it. And what, so, what the fuck are you wearing? Me or him? Stuff. Me or what? Oh, him. Well, you, you got a hat. I got like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And the... It's cool. That's cool. So, I just, I'm, I'm I just go online. Ace Boogie, man. And I look up uh, what they're wearing that night. And I just wear the same jersey they do. That's, that's, that's what I do when I'm going to games. It's like, okay, they're wearing the regular. Yeah, I want to match the team, not the. Wear yeah. that. Oh, oh, oh. It's a third jersey night. Yep, got to wear the third jersey and at the oh, third yeah. jersey scarf. To- um, I wear my Blue Jackets jerseys when I go to monster games, though, too. Yeah. Um, I'm. I definitely like. There's definitely other Blue Jackets jerseys there, too, but it's not like, you know, going down to. Um, the Blue Jackets games. There's not that, not quite as many, but right. still, still cool. So you know, repping the whole. They're like a, our minor league team. You know, we bring people up from there all the time. Um, are you guys familiar with like? I mean, you guys probably know about baseball doing that. They don't really do that in football at all. But are you guys minor familiar? Leagues, yeah, yeah. Like how yeah, so how are Cincinnati has the Cyclones? Who I don't know who their affiliate is now, but it used to be the Predators. It's um, not the Cyclones, football. isn't it? The Hurricanes. It's Buffalo now. Buffalo, you're right. Yeah. Sabres. 
Yep, the Sabres. Which I'm pretty sure used to be a team in Cincinnati. The Swords. Cincinnati Swords. Boom! Look yeah. at that knowledge. There From you go. way downtown. You know, I, I did not know that. Contributed. I know that. The Erect is here. The Erect standing tall. Let's go. And that is all I know. That is where it is. Pretty has, good, though, man. For years now, there has been talk of, um, among Blue Jackets fans and the Blue Jackets community. It's like, hey, we got the monsters in Cleveland. It would be nice if the Blue Jackets either had the Toledo Walleye or the Cincinnati Cyclones as their other minor league team. So yeah, you, Toledo's are really close to. Don't the, touch my Cyclones. Like I enjoy going to those too. games. I have been to a few. So of what are the cy- oh. the Cyclones? Are uh, East- you said they're for ECHL? Okay, Buffalo ECHL, Sabres. not not the AHL. Okay, no. no. So. Cool. But the, but the basic I, acronyms too. I know all kinds of shit. Yeah, but I got the four one one on the on the AHL ECL. But four one one on the EHL or ECHL, Mister H E F T Y D U C K. WTF, mate. But it's it's yeah. a it's, it's a more common thing in in more recent years for hot in sports teams in general, especially in hockey to have their minor league teams close by to cut geographically cut yeah. down on costs and all that sort of stuff. And a lot of people have said, Hey, the blue jackets have the monsters in Cleveland. It would be cool if they had either the Toledo walleye or the Cincinnati Cyclones, So they kept it all in Ohio and then they could expand the fan base to other parts of, of Ohio. And to a certain degree, they've already done that because there are fans in Cleveland and there are some in Cincinnati so, um, and I've talked to people from the Blue Jackets I, social media marketing, and their goal is that they want to market not just in Ohio, but they want to market the Blue Jackets outside of Ohio. Uh, Kentucky, we need to West get Virginia all area, them rednecks right? in Kentucky and get on board. Uh, West Virginia actually has a, a team up north that they like super, super love, believe it or not. I know that shit too. Uh, they like the Nailers, man. That, yeah. That's their shit. I, well, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be kind of hard fans. to get. Uh, yeah, they're all Penguins fans or Capitals fans or some shit, too. I mean, wow. Tell me how you really feel. Uh, well, West Virginia. I think, I think it's going oh, to be kind of hard to get. Wait, I'm supposed to hate the Penguins, right? Yeah, fuck the Penguins. I mean, all, pit, all, all Pennsylvania teams absolutely suck. They're garbage. They don't but, belong yeah. in sports. But um, West Virginia. Be- the 76ers have been trusting the process. For a long time, Lance. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess they're. I don't know if it's teams. working, but no but it's a thing. West Virginia is an interesting thing, sports demographic wise, because Santori is right because they do have Ohio sports fans there. There are some Reds fans. There are Kevin, some fans there. I know everything about West Virginia sports. I and, I got this. This is where it's my time to shine. And the Blue Blue Jackets do have a a radio uh, affiliation down in West Virginia. And I do know some people who live in West Virginia that come up to Columbus to see the Blue Jackets play that do like the Blue Jackets. So West Virginia kind of split between that Ohio slash Pittsburgh sports demographic. So it's it's a weird trifecta. Um, So like my my father-in-law, right? They're out in Hurricane, West Virginia. Spelled hurricane, pronounced hurricane. They're wrong. It is what it is. Yeah. I will fight that battle till I'm dead. Um, growing up, they got Browns games and Reds games. 
So he's a Cincinnati Reds fan and a Cleveland Browns fan. And, you know, I don't really know anything else. I mean, NBA wise, they're just big fans of Jerry West because he's yeah. the NBA logo. Yeah. And then they've got WVU basketball. Um, I've got friends that are super into Marshall football, super into West Virginia. I've got family up in Wheeling, which is like a pubic hair south of Pittsburgh. So it's just all yellow yeah. and black up there. But the then cool there's casino. also Reds fans there, depending on what region of West Virginia, because 700 WLW has the largest range in the history of ever for a radio station. Um, and then there's this weird affinity for anything Columbus, if you're kind of on the border between West Virginia hmm. and Ohio. Um, there's a lot of Ohio State fans there. There's a lot of Columbus anything fans there. Like, that's kind of where... Like when my family's like, oh, hey, we're going to take a day trip and we're going to go somewhere. Well, they're only 90 minutes from Columbus. So they're there all the wow. time at like Easton. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Easton's so cool, too. It is. So it it's a really, really weird. West Virginia is its own kind of thing because there's nothing professional there. No. Yeah. No professional sports at all. Um, so it's, it's kind of whatever part of West Virginia you are in and then whatever – radio station you had picked up what the first time you were listening yeah and i can remember years ago on one of my trips to cincinnati um i was in the bengal store and i remember hearing a conversation of two people saying that they they're they're in the bengal store looking at you know they're gonna bengal's fans and they said oh yeah we came from west virginia mm-hmm. so it you don't of- get too many bengal fans out there it's mainly browns and steelers for football yeah. Well, there's a metric fuck ton of Reds fans in Southern West Virginia, like a ton of them. Yeah, really. That's interesting. The Do you get any Kentuckians fan... out that way then? Two kind of kind of coming into the yeah. Into so the there's also quite a few. If you're not into WVU basketball, you get a lot of Kentucky basketball fans out that way too. Oh yeah. So to where Ohio, like in Cincinnati, we always talk about our Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky tri-state. Out oh, okay. in West Virginia, it's the Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia tri-state area. So you still do get quite a bit of Kentucky flow over, if you will. Okay. It's it's I'm just curious. an odd area. Like no one's like, you know, when you go to downtown Cincinnati, you could scream go Reds, and for the most part, 75% of the people, if not 95% of the people, are gonna be like, Yeah, Reds baseball, there's the stadium. Ooh, yeah. if nah, in, I doubt it. I doubt well, it. Right now they're gonna be not, like fuck but, they're gonna be like they're gonna be like fuck that team. It'll be fuck the team, but out of love. Um Sell the team, Bob. So but if you go into West Virginia, you'll have this weird mesh of like name your MLB team, and you'll have be like, Okay, um, I like the Reds. I like the Pirates. And then you'll have some people like Go Indians because Cleveland's there. The <laughs> Guardians now. Um, and oh, then yeah. you'll have this weird mix of people that grew up in Charleston, West Virginia, and they have the Charleston Power at Power Park. And that was the minor oh. league affiliate for the Pirates and the Brewers. Uh, yeah, so like kinda... they got to watch Ryan Braun and Andrew McCutcheon. So you get this, like my wife is like, yeah, I love going to the the Charleston Power Games, and I'm like, it's like a single A team. Like I don't, who gets fired up for that? But they fucking love it out there. Yeah, I've been to, yeah, around here. Um, you know, I'm like I said, I'm kind of northeast of of Columbus. It's just it's literally Cleveland's a little bit closer than Columbus. You get a lot of Cleveland sports. And then, what town are you in? If you don't uh, I'm in Berlin. Pronounced Berlin, not Berlin, like the German town. 
Okay, yeah, I know where you're at. So, absolute heart of Amish country. It's the name of our area here. Um, and so, y'all you know, got good donuts, I bet. Oh, fantastic! Donuts. Absolutely, <laughs> your eyes dude. lit up. You're like, Dave. Oh. Like, since I my stomach issues. But do they have skyline chili in them? Uh, Walmart, yeah. No, in the donuts. Oh, in the donuts. Oh, I got you. Um, dear God, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> Y'all know what a fry pie is? It's like, it's like you know those like those. Kind we of, might have a different name for it, but well, like you know those little pies you can get at like gas stations that are, like have a filling inside. They're like a half moon kind of shape, and they're like they're glazed or whatever. Nope. Okay, so it's like an Amish empanada, is what I call it, because I'm okay. a Amish country. Okay, so it's like kind of like a half moon shape, and it's just got pie filling in it, and it's fried in deep, in like deep fat fried in grease, and then glazed. Okay, here's one. Have you ever heard of a pepperoni roll? Yes, I sure have. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of like a stromboli in a way. Kinda without it, the sauce. It, yeah, it's it's like stromboli without the sauce. Yeah, and they are a delicacy in West by God, Virginia. Oh, <laughs> any gas station, any Kroger, oh, fucking man. Target. You could be at the dentist; they'll probably just have a bowl of them <laughs> in the corner instead of candies. That's just That's all awesome. it is. Yeah, there's a couple like food around here is actually really amazing. I've worked in many restaurants around here too and whatnot. And also, if you ever start dope. coming down towards Cincinnati, you got to stop in Xenia and hit up Tudor's Biscuit World. Tudor's, Tudor's Biscuit World. I've heard of a Toots, but never Tudor's. Tudor's. That's again West Virginia chain, but there's one in Ohio. No doubt. They just do giant biscuit sandwiches, and they is are that a sign fan- of what they do for due to your body, due to your stomach. <laughs> No, um, so like my favorite's called the Peppy, and like the the biscuits are pretty damn big, like they're 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 good damn size. Damn. But the Peppy is basically, uh, it's a buttered biscuit, and it's pepperoni and cheese whiz on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> your your jaw just dropped. Um, but it was funny. Last time I was there, I, I got there the too early. I I got there too early. They hadn't made any yet, and I was like, yeah, I'll have a Peppy. And she goes, hold on, hon. We still got to fry the pepperoni. I'm like, you're frying the pepperoni? You fry them? Really? Oh, you just throw God. them on there raw. God. Like raw pepperoni is still like cured and cooked. It, right? It's cured, yeah. but they throw it on the griddle and get it seared. They add just you a little bit of love to it. Oh. oh. But then they awesome. got just so much shit. And then they got like the West Virginia slaw dogs, which has hot dog Ooh, sauce. Slaw and dogs then, are uh, great. Yeah. Coleslaw on it. Matt should know about that being down in the Carolinas. Coleslaw. Kevin, you wanted to add? You like you wanted to talk like four times, and I just kept cutting you off. That's a, yeah. So, um, since you know, food wise, we're kind of kind of talking about that. On my Cincinnati trip, I had uh, Skyline Chili four times. It was uh, one take one to go. Another time eating at the restaurant where I had well both times. One time to one the, the to go was a three way in the chili bowl. At the restaurant was three way in the chili bowl, and then I had a microwavable skyline chilling meal. I did, I did, I was at Jungle Gyms, that's where I got it. And I also saw Gold Star Chili had a micro microwavable meal, so I thought I'd try that as well. And I thought, well, this is okay, but not as good as Skyline Chili, so that's what yeah, Kevin, the move is to uh, right. get Chilito. You ever had those? What a Chilito. I have. I had, only have them in Cincinnati. Uh, I have had one of those, and they are good. They are good. So, Lance, you look intrigued. 
I am. It's a burrito. It's chili, chili, burrito? chili it's, pizza. No, well, yeah, the the skyline pizza Ampers. is fantastic. What's up with your chili? They have a they, they have a pizza now. The skyline pizza with the chili. Well, I make it at home. Skyline's got a recipe for it online, but it's well, actually uh, it's not bad. Empress, Empress actually sells them. There's only one Empress left though. Well, I got to explain the Cholito to Lance. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. I, so, I, I um, need to hear this. So it's basically just chili and cheese wrapped in the tortilla. With the okay. Um, so what happens to the liquid? Uh, you can get spaghetti and sour cream oh, as well. Classic. I love. So it's I basically love a three-way wrapped in a tortilla. I mean, they're only like they're not very thick, but they're kind of carbs longer. on carbs on grease. Oh, oh but they're mm. like if you ever have Jeez. a hankering for skyline, like a four-way. But you're Get driving over. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good driving food. Good street food. It's fantastic. Um, I will mention. I think I saw a list one time that ranked uh, Nationwide Arena. You know the Blue Jackets Arena as like one of the top in the top five at least of all NHL arenas with food. Yep. yep. So, Lance, and do you not know what the the Skyline Pizza is? I do not. I do not. I think Ooh. Madison Square Garden always gets number one food in like every every arena ranking. Yeah, but they don't have a pizza. I bet I'm Donato's. You they might not have a chili pizza, a, but I mean they're in New York. They got they got pizza. <laughs> Donato's used to do a Cincinnati chili pizza. Really, that's very um, kind of cool, kind of disturbing. It's really good. <laughs> um, I guess uh, is is this this might be a Pennsylvania thing? So I don't know. Are you guys familiar with what Scrapple is? Yeah, yeah it's like Geta. Right? Yeah, yeah. Geta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to bring Excuse you. Fuck you. Geta <laughs> makes the world go round and fucking your heart stops. Geta disgusting. makes the world better. It is fucking disgusting. It is fried fat. How do you not it like is, it? It's like fried gristle you and fat. It is pure grease with like 1% oatmeal in it. I don't quite <laughs> yeah. understand. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a binding agent. keeps it together. Have you ever seen the process where it's made and it just comes out this like white greasy blob? <laughs> Oh, it's wonderful. We get us so much. It's probably why I'm going to die early. <laughs> but, but, all right, well, I hate I, to do this, but I'm going to have to uh, drop out of here. All right. Oh, pizza thanks. looks. A pizza looks see you, amazing, Matt. By the way. Yeah. Adios, amigos. Have a good one. We'll yeah. see you soon. Yeah, but uh, Matt, oh, Duck has said in the show earlier, you can get bacon, bacon on a stick at a Blue Jackets game. Of it's, course. And uh, it looks pretty dank. I th- I was imagining like a deep dish kind of style pizza. No, I mean it's so fucking runny. If you did a deep dish, <laughs> just soggy on the it, it would just pour out everywhere. <laughs> if you do like personal pans. And huh. uh, the story of the Blue Jackets cannon that they shoot off when they take the ice score goal and win is that it's based off of a replica Civil War style cannon, and the. Ken Hitchcock, who was the coach for the Blue Jackets at the time, he was really he was really the one that started the push to, for the Blue Jackets to getting to use their Civil War theme. And so a big he was a real big proponent for the Blue Jackets to use their Civil War theme. And so his I it was probably his idea where you know the cannon. So what the Blue Jackets did, they sent, they sent some guys out to Illinois because there was a guy in Illinois at the time who makes Civil War style cannons, and they bought one from him. And how the cannon works is that they, it's five blank electronic charges. They put it in the cannon, and after the fifth one, they put the 
five blank electronic charges in and the boom of the cannon, the sound comes high up above in the, in the rafters. Yeah. It's like a speaker. Yeah. It's yeah. 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 But it's like, isn't it like a special speaker? I've been, yeah. I was always curious about how they got the, the smoke and stuff out of there. Cause like when you're in the arena, you can, you can tell it's come more or less coming from up above because like you just kind of can, you know, um, whereas on, on TV, it just, you know, you assume it's just a cannon. It's so perfectly timed. It is absolutely one of the coolest celebrations in all of hockey. Right. Like, I don't think anyone beats it. I mean, no one else is a cannon. They literally have, like, a real functional cannon there if you wanted it to be functional. You know? Like, right. And it's badass. It is. <clears throat> and, it, and it is cool. Where, I thought you were about to start talking about the bacon on a stick like what the origins of that were? Do you know like where that came from, or like what I was not know why the Blue Jackets have bacon on a stick, but it's there. That's dope. <laughs> bacon on a stick. Um, we were talking about um, farm teams earlier. I just wanted to mention really quick: the Kalamazoo Wings is uh, another affiliate of the Blue Jackets too. Kalamazoo, yes. Michigan, um, yes. which you know, meh. well, you know what though? Michigan. Well, yeah, Michigan, but. I give them credit that it's it's at least somewhat close geographically speaking, unlike what they had years ago, which is the Springfield Falcons out in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, right. Which isn't really close to Ohio or Columbus. So I like what they're doing now is they're trying to keep both the teams, Cleveland and Michigan, somewhat geographically close. Like if they need players to call from the call up the from the Kalamazoo Wings to the Monsters. Or the monsters to the Blue Jackets, it's somewhat close by, and they can get there in a reasonable time frame. Yeah, Whereas, we saw quite a few monsters players in these in this Traverse City games too. I don't think they play; uh, they don't have another game until Sunday. Now they get a break right, tomorrow. Right. I think uh, Detroit and uh, St. Louis are playing each other now tomorrow. Right. And um, did you know? I mean, you, you probably know. Um, so. For anyone else who may not know, um, Cole Sellinger, the fellow we talked about earlier, one of our you know young stars on the Blue Jackets team, his older brother, Owen Sillinger, plays for the Cleveland Monsters. He does. So like they're brothers, and like they're pretty much like on this like same team. Like I hope we get to see Owen in like you know step up a little bit to the NHL level. He is the older one, right? He is. Owen is yeah. the older and. You know, the, the younger brother got to see kind of the, the limelight a little bit more than him. But, like, at, even still, Owen leveled a dude at the Traverse City game. Yeah, um, absolutely game. leveled. I, I really hope we get to see him more often this year, too. It's pretty dope. And then, like, the Monsters, uh, the, you know, the their goalkeeper, uh, Jet Greaves. Um, well, I guess they use Barubi as their goalkeeper, too. But um, Jet Greaves. And the new guy, I don't really know, uh, Pavel K- Kajan? Kajan? I don't know much about him. Either. I don't really know much about him. And then I mentioned the coach earlier too and whatnot. Just pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool stuff. And uh, Trent Vogelhuber, he was a part yeah, of the Alder Cup. Vogelhuber. I wonder where that last name comes from. <laughs> yeah. that's. Uh, oh, yeah. And then another person to look out for this year. We'll see if he gets some NHL playing time. Is uh, Luca Del Bell Belouz. Yeah. He, Del Bell Blues. Yeah, that that that. Even I have trouble saying that he, name. His it, back patch has twelve letters and two spaces in it. It's like the size, like the, it goes the entire back. <laughs> yeah. 
of his back. That's awesome. It's like when the Reds had Edwin Encarnacion and his <laughs> name was like going like that. Around. Yeah, down, like down the sleeve on the, on the side or yeah. some shit. Yeah. That's but, awesome. Uh, but yeah. Del Bell, I, I just, I have trouble saying this thing, but it's very difficult. <laughs> he, he is, he does look like a, he's a center. I picked in the second round this year mm-hmm. and he could be, he's a guy for the future and he's probably going to be playing maybe another year up in Canada before he comes and plays. Yeah. Right. I could see that for sure too. Um, um, I think he had a goal in uh, yesterday's game. It was an awesome goal. Really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only other person I think I just wanted to mention real quick was a uh, Savozel. Stanislav. Yeah, he's awesome. And then, of course, Jir- Jircek. We got to mention Jircek real quick. Just wanted to throw out some uh, some people to look for because Sunday they're playing an hour earlier. They're playing at 2 p.m. on Sunday instead of 3 p.m. So you, you can watch those games on the uh, Jackets website and their Twitter page. And free. they're broadcast by Bob McElliott, um, the radio the radio host for the uh, Blue Jackets, right. which is awesome too. I like that guy a lot. And one thing I like about what, besides the cannon that the Blue Jackets do with their Civil War theme is they have the cannon crew, which is they have guys that dress up like Union soldiers. Yeah, wearing keppies oh. and vests and shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uniforms, the whole bit. I wonder and how you get that job. They help run the cannon, and you can get, you know, they, they're the ones that take the picture for you when you go to the game by the <laughs> cannon. You know, you, have, you hand them your phone, they take, like, two pictures, and then, get off the cannon, they give your phone back to you and then they go off your way. And it's kind of funny is that I've gone to so many games over the years. Every time you go to the cannon, they give the instructions. It's like, okay, you go up by the cannon, don't touch the cannon, get your picture taken and then get off and then just go away. Basically. Yeah. But like, they have to keep the line moving. Yeah. And just, yeah. No touching. Right. Well, you can like lean, like they don't really want you to touch it. They don't want, they don't want you touching the cannon. They don't want you touching it. No touchy. No, no touch the can. But like, I've gone to so many Blue Jackets games over the years that I just walk up and like the cannon crew know me. That's like, hey, Kevin. Like, <laughs> they don't even explain it to me. Well, you were in the Kepi too. They they probably are like, hey, wh- who's this guy? Was he taking a break? Why is he? Been-? No. And they realize so it's I, not a worker so there. They're, they're like, oh, hey, Kevin. And they're like, okay, just go up on the cannon. Okay, give us your phone. And I'm like, okay, I'll give them That's the pretty picture. awesome picture. Um, I go off. So yeah, speaking of like the celebrations and how it sounds different on TV than like in real life. Well, okay, I'm stretching here with this connection. I just yeah. wanted to mention this. Yeah. Last year, we only had six nationally televised games. We are a fairly small market team. Or like, yeah. a, I'd say almost like, yeah, we're a pretty small market team. Um, this year, we're getting 10 nationally televised games. And, 10. And- That's awesome. That's a huge step. Because right. we've been, you know, uh, I think a lot of Columbus fans have been really trying to push for this outdoors game they do every year, kind of like the Field of Dreams kind of thing for baseball or something, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they've really been pushing for that. And I think that getting more televised games is a good step in that direction yet, too. Right. And it'll help with, the, you know, bringing in more fans from down south. You know? That would absolutely, it does help. And I think in yeah, part, Jackets got Johnny Gaudreau. That does help with them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that put them in, in actual news. Like people like who don't like care about hockey heard about that. It's right. pretty awesome. But, and um, yeah, that is big. They got 10 
games on national TV this season when normally they probably would have only gotten like one, maybe two, but last year they got six, which is a big step. And then yeah. this year um, they, they got, they got 10. So that, and that's this is huge for me uh, personally, as a fan, like I want to see more people getting into it, more people, um, you know, um, being able to view the games. Like, right. Yeah. And the whole winter classic thing, the only reason that hasn't happened yet for the Blue Jackets is because of Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith. He uses really goofball excuses. He says, oh, no, we can't have a hockey game there because the of pipes are too old. cold weather and plumbing. But please ignore the fact of all the times I've had cold weather events at the shoe in, like, November, December, January, and, like, February mm. and March. That team's and, like a multi-million dollar team at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't sign contracts like for money or whatever. But like, Ohio State is one of the biggest college football programs in the United States. Right. They got money to like fix that shit if they wanted. Well, you know, <laughs> I think that whole plumbing thing is a BS excuse because it's 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 like the excuse is there when he wants it to be. But you know, come well, November, that's why uh, Ohio State Buckeyes are playing against. Um, uh, Michigan up in up here in Cleveland, yeah. At at um the where the Browns uh, play. Is it the Browns Stadium? It might yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the baseball field for some reason, but you're yeah. right. And like, I, I'm gonna try to maybe go to that game. It's a little closer for me than OSU is or whatever. But yeah, but and and that, and that's another thing too. Is like you're using a BS excuse for plumbing, so you won't be so because of that excuse, you're sending your own hockey team to go play up in Cleveland. And there's no away from your fans. Cleveland. Like I like Cleveland, but it's like you shouldn't be using Their BS. parts. Are okay, but like you shouldn't be using BS excuses like plumbing when you we know it's a lie because Ohio State has many cold weather events there, and it's an embarrassing look to send your own hockey team up somewhere else when you could just do it right there, but you don't want to because plumbing. It's also embarrassing when you consider old places like Wrigley Field. Fenway Park and Michigan's big house that are either old or just about as old as the shoe that have hockey games there. And Fenway Park has been picked to have two more hockey games in 2023, the Winter Classic, and then Boston College is playing the University of Massachusetts there. And really? all these, yeah, and all these old ass places like Wrigley Field and Fenway and Michigan's big house, they, they figured it out and they didn't use a plumbing excuse. And he, another reason why I believe this plumbing excuse isn't real. If you told Gene Smith that Ohio State had to play a, ho- uh, a hockey game or a football game, anything at the shoe in like January, February, guess what? It happens. Those plumbing issues magically go away. They magically go away. That is pretty ridiculous. It, it, oh, and they said, oh, well, what if Ohio State gets picked to have a college football playoff game? Oh, no, um, plumbing, and we'll go play where the Colts play in Indianapolis. And it's like, that's so stupid. You're using that, again, as an excuse. Just just come out and say you don't want it, and you're using the BS excuse. That's all I want. And then the Blue Jackets can go to the crew and say, okay. Well, it's like they're we'll turning down money it. almost for that, too. But 
But yeah, I really would. I, ho- I hope that here in the future, sometime soon, they can they can really figure it out. I would love to go see an outdoors game. I mean, I hate the cold, but I'd do it. I'd do it just for to see them play. You know. And my uncle went years ago when the Blackhawks played at Wrigley Field. My uncle had tickets to that, and he could have gone, but he wasn't able to. So, like, if the Blue Jackets ever got an outdoor game, I'm going to that. And it may be a little cold, but I don't care because, you know, Santori's dad, he went and saw the Reds play at the Field of Dreams game in Iowa. And, like, oh yeah, that's like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So like, that's really cool. That, you got to do it. So if the Blue Jackets had an outdoor hockey game. And Still corn, bitter he didn't bring me back corn. Not a single shuck. Huh. He got to walk through the corn. I was on FaceTime with him. I was like, grab an ear of corn. Do it. And he's like, no, I can't do that. I was like, just, do it. just stick it in your pocket. Just, like, they're not going to get they're that They're not going to miss the they're one not gonna kick you out worth of corn it, right? that you ripped off. I wonder what they use that corn for. They probably say somewhere. but Probably still harvested. The whole thing's a giant cornfield. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> That's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. The blue, and at least in my opinion, the Blue Jackets aren't getting an outdoor game until Team Smith goes away. Yeah, it an, might be a while. An AD who doesn't use BS excuses, and the re, and another thing why this Let me BS just get that shit fixed. I don't know this and why this BS excuse it makes it work even more worse is you see Ohio State and the Blue Jackets working together on different stuff. The Ohio State is at Blue Jackets games. The Blue Jackets are doing different Ohio State stuff, so it just makes it worse. Anyways, Santori. Why don't they do, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this would be fantastic if they did an outdoor hockey game in, like, Jamaica. (laughs) Well, Florida has one, right? Florida has one coming up. Put it somewhere. No, no. Florida has the all-star game. All-star game. Florida's just, like, hot West Virginia. Okay, They should do a roller hockey game just for shits and gigs. But – no, put a whole put a whole outdoor ice rink in like Jamaica. Dude, for they have the technology; they could do it. They, they have, could because they had they have had two hockey games in California. When one of them was the Sharks and the Ducks at Dodger Stadium, the other one was the Sharks and the Kings, where the 49ers play. And huh. they had the technology, but they played it at night though, so it was cooler. Wow. Yeah, but you have, to. you have to. But they figured out the technology to where they could keep the ice somewhat cool and play the hockey game. There. Just play on a dry so bucket of dry hot. ice. It's not going anywhere. That's why the Canadian ones always seem to work pretty well. Cause it's but... Canada and it's always cold. Yeah. It's just, it's going to, I always really wonder about like how Florida really does well. Cause like, uh, what was it? Two years ago during like the whole pandemic era of hockey, um, they had to play later in the year than they normally do like they went yeah, into so what the, like yeah the story behind that is so they stopped the the 2019-2020 season they stopped yeah, the season paused in march yep. and on my birthday the game i was supposed to go to was the very first game canceled that yes on, on my birthday too march 12th they Wait, were, we have the same birthday yes march 12th fuck let's go really yes that's so that's guys really guess weird, what dude. We're twins. Guess what? Uh, what? My birthday? It's not March 12th. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That would have been cool. No, the January baby. No, that's really I mean, a small world. It's like not many people here. Like there's five of us in this group. You know? No, but no, I remember that because March, March 12th, 
the Blue Jackets were supposed to play the Penguins that day. Yeah, and it was going to be a sick game. It was. And my grandma and grandpa took me out to lunch for my birthday that day. Where'd you go? It was a it was a local restaurant by my house. It's like a okay. breakfast lunch place. Okay, well, what's it called? Uh, whistle, uh, whistle stop. You probably have it's it. Not Portillo's. It doesn't count. The train, like a train based kind of thing. It ha- it does have a train. Thing. Okay. Okay. Cool. Anyway, continue. Portillo's. <laughs> there is one of those by my uh, somewhat close by my house. But anyways, um. So, like, that day, the Blue Jackets were supposed to play the Penguins, and my grandma and grandpa took me out to lunch for, for my birthday, and um, I went. I wanted to go to a grocery store and get some stuff, so they took me to a grocery. Jewel Osco is the big grocery store by my house in Illinois, so they took me to a Jewel Osco, and, like, we got some groceries. My grandma and grandpa got stuff. I got stuff, and then they drew, took me back to my house, and I was getting geared up to watch the blue jackets play the penguins and i have my ipad and i pull it out and it's like oh it's been canceled i'm like oh damn it so like i i went to my brother's house and i hung out with him and like my his wife and my dad and my nieces for the day and it's just like yeah i had taken off work and everything that day to go and i found out like you know it's about two hours away i had to literally it was like like a half hour before I was going to leave, I found out it was canceled. And so anyway, that sucked. Yeah. Hopefully we'll never, never have to deal with something like that. No, no. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else hockey wise that you want to talk about yet today? Do you have anything else written down that you yeah. wanted to yeah. so like, throw out there? I'll, I'll, so like you mentioned why the 2019, 2020 season was the way it was. So like that was the day I was, you know, March 12th, was had lunch with my grandma and grandpa on my so birthday. Random. Went to the grocery store, got some groceries. Was went home. They took me home, and I was we're getting ready to watch the Blue Jackets Penguins. And he pulled the iPad. It's like, oh, they're not playing. They got canceled. So I hang out with my brother, my brother, my dad, his wife, and my nieces. And then the the idea was, oh, we'll just come back and finish up the season because it was like ten games to go or something like that. Yeah, didn't they start back up in like May or some shit? So, I remember wearing my hockey jersey like once when it was really, really hot out and then Yeah, like, so but so they're like, oh we'll just start we'll just finish up the ten games and then go into the playoffs. Well they came back and they said, well we can't do that. So they went into a bubble up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Interesting enough Columbus was one of the places that could have gotten picked for a site to host the games, but it didn't get picked. Canada got picked, but Columbus was one of the cities that could have gotten. Yeah, because you know, like up in uh, up in Canada, like where Ottawa is, and like Mississauga, and like Toronto, like what is it? Like seventy percent of the population like lives in that area. Yeah, and so like they're just north of the Great Lakes. It's not that far for some yeah. of them. Well, I guess they wouldn't have been able. The fans wouldn't have been able to come, but the players, I mean, and their yeah. families. And so whatnot. they said, "Oh, well, maybe we'll play the season." finish out the season well they couldn't they said no we can't do that so what they did is that they made instead of a 16 team playoff it was a 24 team playoff it was basically the that's 20- how we get the play in right yeah it yeah. was a it was basically the 24 teams that have not officially gotten knocked out or officially gotten in so 2014 playoff and they did every every team got one ex like practice exhibition game in july the Blue Jackets played the Bruins. They won that game. And then 
they moved on to the playoffs, which was the play-in round. So the Blue Jackets play, obviously played Toronto that year in the, the play-in round for the playoffs. They beat them in five, and then they moved on. I meant that's a peace sign. Yeah. Peace to the, so the, the, Leafs. the Leafs. The Jackets knocked them out in five, and they played the, the Lightning, and Lightning they got knocked out by you know the Lightning. And eventually the season ends in September. And because the season yeah. ends in uh, s- September, they it got – at first it was like, well, maybe we'll start the season in December. Well, then that got pushed back to uh, January 2021. And then the 2020-2021 season finished in July. But because it finished in July, this past so season – yeah. This pet, but because of that, this past season got pushed back like a week or two in October. And then they said, well, there's the Olympics. We're going to go. So then all those games in February, they pushed it to April. Well, they didn't go. Right. To and barely anyone went. They're like, yeah, because like it was a good chance of getting stuck. Like if you got tested positive in China yeah. there, you were stuck there for like a minimum of like three weeks. And then like who the hell knows what else would happen to you because you're in the communist China. You're in China, literally. And like, yeah. People were posting the food they had to eat, and it looked like barely edible type shit. Like, yeah. uh, I would not have wanted to go myself. But yeah. man, I wonder if those chili dogs got the Santori. Yeah, if you had to uh, hustle off to the, uh, the so, restroom there. So then, be, all those games that they were, you know, they pushed to April, late April, that because the Olympics, they didn't. But they didn't go to the Olympics, so they played all those games in February. But it was too late to change. The I think what Voracek really wanted to go because that was probably about one of the last years that he'll be like able to, you know, yeah. like you know, in the next three years he's going to be what like thirty six or something. Right. Kent, that's just Kent, getting Kent, up there. You know. Kent Johnson, he played for Team Canada. In yeah, Olympics. that's right. So there yeah. was Blue Jackets prospect representation there, but because. The, sea, the, the games that they originally were not going to play in February, even though they played it, it got pushed back to late April, and it was too late to not change the schedule. So the regular season went into late April, and so because of that, the playoffs this past season went to May, late June, and because of that, the season got pushed back again to, like, mid-October. And the hope is is that the 2023-2024 season is when it goes it's back. Back on track, back normal. Back. Back yeah, I back hope so. Back. It is just awkward the later and later it goes because another thing that we uh, I I think about too is well okay so if the NBA finals can be done and over with by the time the Stanley Cup uh, finals happen, I think that's important just because we get we'll just automatically get more airtime, we'll yeah. get more people watching, we'll get more um, just more attention on it. You know, when you have the NBA finals, basketball is so huge in the United States, man. It just kind of takes over when it's basketball season. Um, well, when it gets to the, to the finals and shit. So, um. but so, so yeah, that's basically kind of, it, it's amazing to see what something like a pandemic coronavirus can do to how it's basic, even two years plus years later, that it's still pushing things back because of the, because of, you know the season, so maybe next year, the two thousand twenty three two thousand twenty four season. It because historically speaking, hockey's always started like that first weekend, that first week in October. 
So the hope mm-hmm. is maybe the 2023-2024 season, it goes back to that. Where we're starting the preseason now. In October. And uh, yeah, preseason training camp and preseason starts next week. And every day, getting Get one closer. closer, man. I'm so excited. Like that's why I love this Traverse City stuff because, like, quite honestly, like I the, this time of year with not having hockey for so long, I'm ready to burst out of my skin. I've watched every highlight video on YouTube. I've watched every like gag reel of hockey bloopers on on YouTube. I've watched so many damn hockey YouTube videos. I just want a real life game, you know. Right. And you just, I mean, I, I even watched like the um, the international IHF. Uh, under 20 tournament this last year that I think, uh, what was it like Canada versus like Chechia? Was it Chechia then, then or whatever? Yes. I don't it's, even remember. It's like a, it's Czech, Czechnia. It's basically a combination of all the like the Czech countries. Well, I think they just, they don't they just call the Czech Republic, uh, Czech, Chechia now or Chechia? Yeah. Chechia? It's like Chechia? Yeah, Something yeah. like that. But <laughs> it, I'm getting really excited, man. Getting real excited. Um, Maybe check your messages real quick on Twitter. Uh, no. Um, no, just I'm saying to do it real quick. Sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, how the preseason goes. I think their first preseason game is what? Um, yeah. Oh, September 25th. Right. Is yeah. that preseason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's preseason, preseason. right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the twenty fifth, um, uh, they doing a double. Oh, oh never. Wait, Sports what is squad. going on with this with the schedule? It says at Pittsburgh, time on TV one p.m. venue PPG Paints Arena, and then to September twenty fifth, Pittsburgh seven p.m. They're not playing twice, are they? Or is it like a is it like a prospects thing at the one it's at the first split, game? Split squad game. They're taking some of the team to Pittsburgh and some of the team stays in Columbus. So like. They'll send some of their prospects to Pittsburgh, and some of them stay in Columbus. Okay, that's cool. Then we got Buffalo three days from now, the twenty eighth, uh, St. Louis on the 29th, Washington the first, and we can go over whatever ones. I'm sure we'll have another episode or two before then. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah. But, cool uh, beans. Yeah. Anything else you want to add here, man? I don't really. I. Uh, I had something written down that doesn't really like it isn't big news, but I did see on Twitter that the season ticket holders got to paint the blue lines at, at, at uh, yeah, Nationwide I Stadium. Saw that too. Very I, jealous. I saw I that. Wish I lived a little closer. The blue, yeah, the Blue Jackets posted that on their it's social. So media. cool that they get the fans to come do that, and especially you know, see, giving back to the season ticket holders for something like that. So dope. Right. That yeah, that was cool. The Blue Jackets posted on their social media of season ticket holders, you know, painting. Uh, the ice and when this past season ended actually they did that again before they removed the ice they allowed oh it's a paint on top of the ice that was really cool too dude i'd love to go do some art on that ice man i I don't know what i would do but i would definitely um something maybe i'll do maybe i could paint the logo on the ice next year or something well that's season ticket holders so maybe 2023 2024 we'll aim for that i want to be a season ticket holder full like a by then and hopefully be moved out of here and a little further south but yeah but uh yeah that was that that was definitely cool that the blue jackets did that and like i said earlier when this this past season when it ended before they took away the ice they had all the season ticket holders paint on it and it looked cool and 
what they did. Stinger was there. <laughs> yeah, Stinger and a bunch of other stuff. And what they did recently, that looked cool as well. Blue Jack is posting on social media. So, yeah, this is um, – this has been good. It's been talk good talking about the Blue Jackets. And Absolutely, man. It's definitely one of my favorite so, things in the world still. Um, before we get out of here, since uh, Santori isn't here anymore, but I'll plug his stuff for him. Uh, Santori has a show with his dad, Bengal dad, called Rally Around the Natty. It's a fun podcast show. I made that logo. <laughs> yes, Hefty Duck made a logo for him. It looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Rally Around the Natty. Right fun show that uh, Santori does with his dad, Bengal Dad. It basically talks about Cincinnati sports. So uh, the Reds, the Bengals, the Bearcats, and they just have a fun time with it. I've been on the show once. It's a fun time. So go check out Rally Around the Natty on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, Dale, our other co-host who wasn't able to join us tonight, but that's okay. Maybe he can do it next time. He has, uh, besides brew jackets, Dale has Bengals and Brews. It's a blue ja- uh, a Bengals-themed podcast show on YouTube where they talk about the Bengals. And they have had some Bengals players on, some Bengals coaches, and a bunch of other people. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's you know, a real fun show. It's, you know, I like watching it. So go check out Bengals and Brews, Bengals and Brews on YouTube and on Twitter. and. They got TikTok. Yeah, check us out on Twitter, Instagram. So, yeah, uh, TikTok. We have TikTok. Uh, Do we have a TikTok? No. Okay. Future but, considerations. But someone could do that, you know. Um. But uh, so yeah, Bengals and Brews. Follow that. Follow Dale. Follow Sant- Santori's rail around the natty. Um. Hefty Duck. You, you know, plug your stuff. If you got anything to talk about. Give me a follow, Insta, Twitter. It's all the same handle. You can check out some of my work there. And uh, like I said, if anyone needs logos, hit me up. I got time. And uh, what about your Twitch page? Oh, yeah. I do stream. I do an art stream. Um, I do it like most nights about 5 p.m. Then on the Saturday and Sundays, uh, later in the night, I do video games. Uh, specifically Rocket League. I mean, it's, no, it's uh, not a hockey game or anything, but... Um, you know, uh, there's similarities. It's like three v three overtime almost. You know, in 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 hockey. But um, I do that on Twitch. Uh, name's the same. I mean, you can find me almost anywhere on the internet at Hefty Duck. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Today, I think we I covered everything I want to talk about. And uh, yeah, once again, thanks for having me on. Thanks for inviting yeah. me to the show and everything. I really, Absolutely. it's really fun. Yeah. So listen, thanks. Thanks for coming on, Hefty Duck. Thanks for coming on, Santori, Dale. I mean, well, well, I mean, Dale didn't come on, but thanks for coming on in previous episodes. Uh, thanks for coming on. Sant- we'll have to get a coin dog count too. Well, we'll 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 get a coin dog count for next episode. For yeah, sure. we're gonna have to get that. Get the coin count. How well did uh, Santori did? But uh, Santori, Matt, Hefty Duck. Thanks for coming on, um, Hefty Duck. I'm looking forward to seeing your. Union soldier holding the beer logo. I'm looking forward to some looks weird. I'm looking. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. I'm looking forward to Johnny Gaudreau as a union soldier and your other blue jackets themed art union soldiers, a bunch of other stuff, union soldiers, whatever. I'm looking for logo, BJ, logo, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. Um, Dope. I'll plug my stuff and then you can tell one of us can tell Santori, 
in the private group chat to end this. So uh, my name's Kevin. Uh, besides doing Brew Jackets, follow Brew Jackets on the Twitter page at Brew Jackets Pod. Um, follow me. You know, whatever. So I'm president of Union Blue Soldiers. It's a Blue Jackets fan group. There's other people that help me out with Union Blue Soldiers as well. So follow Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. We're doing a March Friday, October 14th, 2022. It's a big group of people, a fun time, marching on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on our beloved team in Union Blue, the Columbus Blue Jackets. We do chants of CPJ, Let's Go Jackets. It's a fun time. Big groups of people, probably at least 50 to 100. Last year, the Blue Jackets did a march with us closer to 200, 300 people because they promoted it aggressively on social media. So one more time, follow Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. Join Union Blue Soldiers for our march. Friday, October 14th, 2022. Tell your family, tell your friends. And uh, let's make this the biggest march yet. We're marching on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on our beloved team in Union Blue. And uh, follow Brew Jackets on Twitter and the YouTube page and Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. So again, join Union Blue Soldiers for our march Friday, October 14th, 2022. At 6 o'clock p.m. starting at our bar, ending at Nationwide Arena. We're marching on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on our beloved team in Union Blue. Thank you for watching Brew Jackets. There will be a new episode. Keep watching, subscribing, and all that other stuff. Anyways, see you all later.